If you are just getting started with the NGSS and 3D teaching, I want to invite you to check out Bring Wonder Back, an on-demand video series designed to help you understand why moving through the textbook and teaching topics is actually crushing your students' curiosity and what you can do instead. It's going to help you shift the work of learning where it belongs by building your understanding of explorations and discovery-based teaching practices. And finally, I'm going to help you take the first steps toward transforming your students into scientists through 3D learning, which is really what the NGS is all about. You can access this video series at iExploreScience/wonder and get ready to bring wonder engagement and a love for learning back to your science class. All right, to the show. Welcome to the Teaching Science in 3D podcast. My name is Nicole Van Tassel. And I'm Erin Sadler. And we are two science teachers dedicated to helping you cut through the confusion and meet the intent of the NGSS so you can master all three dimensions. The NGSS can seem totally overwhelming, but implementing these standards doesn't need to be. Hey guys, this is Nicole Van Tassel with I Explore Science, and I'm back for another Thursday Thought. So one of the probably biggest deficits of my teacher preparation program, and this is one that, you know, there's a degree of it really has to happen in the classroom when you're, when you're in the thick of it, but um, was just a lack of preparation for understanding the importance of relationships. I truly thought, whether I was taught or not, um, but I truly thought that relationships were this like fluff for management. They were the tool that we used to manage our classrooms. And when I learned classroom management, that was a whole other thing, but um, it was very much on like a surface level of managing classrooms, a very surface, kind of really not authentic way of almost like extrinsically motivating our students and, and 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 almost like bribing good behavior it felt like and I learned the hard way the importance of relationships for classroom management uh like for sure the hard way it was a really rough year um I, I just I completely trashed my my first classroom culture uh, my first year in the public school system huge facepalm it was bad and despite all of the excuses that I had at that time for the way it worked out, ultimately, in hindsight, I 100% realized it was my doing and it was my responsibility to fix it. Um, but what I didn't realize then, that was when my big shift toward like recognizing the importance of relationships. But what I didn't realize then was that relationships are not just this like fluff for management. Relationships are actually fundamental to student learning. So I want to challenge you today, when you're thinking about relationship building in your classroom and you're thinking about like the time that we spend building relationships, because that's a big factor. Like, of course, we would all love to, to build relationships with our students. But the problem we often run into is like, well, I need to choose between teaching my students or spending time building relationships. So I don't have that much time, right? Don't I need to just dive into the content? Don't I need to spend time with the, get right into the lessons and the learning? And when we associate relationship building with management, that thinking makes sense. But when we, when we associate 
relationship building with actually learning, we realize that no, relationship building, spending the time doing that has to happen first because you cannot learn without positive emotional connections, without trust, without a safe space. Our brain literally will not let it happen. And if you participated in like the How to Anchor program that I did over the summer, um, you you got a taste of that and, and all the brain science behind it. And I'm looking forward to doing another workshop on that soon. But quick, you know, breakdown here. Building those positive student-teacher relationships are literally the first step to priming our students to engage with our content because our brain is always seeking out danger on a very like primal level and we need those relationships to kind of tell the what the lizard brain aspect that like primal brain to chill out and allow some higher order thinking and learning to happen so that's like the super snapshot version of the brain science part if you do not have those positive learning relationships Students cannot engage in higher order thinking and higher order learning. They cannot truly engage with the content and they for sure cannot engage in exploration and discovery style of learning, which involves an immense amount of risk taking and the um, willingness to fail, the willingness to try and fail, um, try and space sometimes fail, uh, not try to fail. But Learn those relationships are what have to happen first. So with that in mind, I want you to kind of think about right now, just when you think about building relationships, are you categorizing those activities as like, these are classroom management activities. These are helping me run my classroom so that I can get to the teaching. Or are you categorizing it as this is setting the foundation in my students' brains that is going to allow them to engage on a higher level and and think critically and share their thoughts and become active participants in this learning community. Because if we shift our, our idea of building relationships and our idea of building community as the foundation for learning and not the foundation for like management, it makes sense to spend more time building relationships. And in the long run, it has so many positive impacts on our students' learning. That said, it's not like a end-all be-all. Having great relationships isn't going to teach your students, you know, critical thinking skills or science practices or help them discover these or, or like make them discover these big content ideas. There's definitely more to follow. But relationships are that that basis, that number one foundation that you have to, to do to really pave the way for student learning to like get them on the path toward learning and if you do not build those relationships they they're not going to take that path toward true authentic learning and engagement so i just wanted to to get you thinking are you associating relationship building with management or learning and how is that impacting how you approach building relationships the value you put on building relationships the time you spend building relationships i mean this year if any This is the year that we really need those strong relationships. We really need that intrinsic motivation. This is the year to to make the time for it, even if we are already limited on time. Relationships are not just fluff for management. They are literally like the on-ramp for learning. You have to get on the relationship train before you can, you know, reach the learning station. 
that was a super dorky um, metaphor or whatever, but just run with it. Thanks so much for joining me for today's Thursday Pat and hanging out with me. Um, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Remember that I'm here for you. Reach out. Um, we can find a way to work together. We can find a way to connect. You can find me and Aaron on Instagram, on Facebook, um, on our blogs. We want to help you be successful with this three-dimensional learning, with phenomenon-focused instruction. Um, we want to see you make amazing an amazing impact in your science classroom and whatever we can do to help you reach out thanks so much we'll catch you guys later making sure that your lessons are three-dimensional isn't always easy while you don't need to include all three dimensions every single day you do want to make sure that each dimension is regularly addressed i developed a really simple 3d planner to help keep me focused it helps me track which pieces I'm using in my daily lesson plans. It only takes me five minutes to fill out, and it helps me notice patterns in my own lesson planning. For example, when I first started using it, I noticed I wasn't including the cross-cutting concepts as often as I thought I was. Just by recognizing this, I was able to focus on this one piece and improve my lessons. Right now, you can grab the same template that I use for my own planning for free. Go to sadlerscience.com slash 3D planner to grab yours. That's sadlerscience.com slash 3D planner.